Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. However, wherever, whenever you're listening, this is the Root for Wisconsin show, episode 96. Coming at you from the Minger True Value and Riverwood Gallery Studio in De Pere, Wisconsin, I'm host and producer of the Big E, Eric Fisher. Joining me this week, we've got member of the Highway 22 crew, Sean Klosterman. Sean, how are you doing this week? Doing good. How are you? Fantastic. And also joining us, Secretary Sean. Secretary Sean, how are you this week? I'm great. What's up? Not much. Just ready to record a podcast. Perfect. All right. Before we do the main podcast, I have a couple pieces of business to talk. As always, we've got our friends over at Monkey Knife Fight in Raise Energy, repsports.com, code root4. Also, play some contest on Raise Energy or on Monkey Knife Fight. You know, if you would have just picked Christian Watson initially, you would have won any all of the contests, basically. You have Christian Watson, Aaron Jones, you win, put a lot of money in your pocket. Do so responsibly, of course. Right. But Packers or, offense. Or irresponsibly. I, we can't say that. <laughs> The, did that's you, how you put money down? Yeah. I did not play any contests this last week. Well, that's a disappointment. Eric, I, I know. We need some wedding money. Start playing. Here we go. That's a bad wedding. way to get wedding money. But also, hey, maybe. Anyway, another piece of business to talk. We've got RPW coming up. i got to make sure I get the name of the event correct. It's not Road to Heat Wave anymore. It is not Road to Heat Wave anymore. That is correct. The new RPW event coming December 10th at the Watering Hole is RPW Destiny 2. The All members of Roof for Wisconsin are scheduled to be in attendance. Heck yeah. We're going to bring the Watering Hole down. Now, we do have a triple threat cruiserweight championship match that we are sponsoring once again. Woo! Uh, right now, because there was a dropout, it will be TW3, who is the reigning, defending RPW Cruiserweight Champion of the World. Also, Johnny CK and Perfection are also scheduled to take place in the match at the Watering Hole. After the match, you can meet the Root for Wisconsin team as we will be in the ring to present the, trophy, or the championship belt to the winner. Beautiful orange belt, by the way. So be sure to check that out. Shauna may or may not be in the ring. She might be filming us. She does not want to be in the ring. Shauna's not going in the ring. Why Shauna, not? Oh, I, is it I the ropes? Am, is it? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> like it's the rope. It's combination of the ropes, the the thought of that, and just anxiety. Like I do not like being the center of attention. So, um, not a good spot for Shauna. <laughs> also, tickets are still on sale. You can get them in advance uh, with there's only a handful of front row seats left. Uh, some other, you know, other seating options are available. One thing, if you haven't gotten tickets, there is a Black Friday sale going currently uh, for the sponsorships of RPW. But if you have not been part of it yet, they usually do uh, some different drawings to get people to buy. But one other thing to really pay attention to the owner promoter rich buchholz who's been on the show a couple times now big detroit lions fan oh for some rich. reason rich uh he has gone on record saying that if they sell out or 86 more tickets or 85 more tickets excuse me now uh this is maybe some older numbers but if they sell out of the advanced tickets he will wear Packers gear to the watering hole on December 10th. Now, this is a big thing for him. Not a very Packer-friendly fa- you know, person. 
So be sure to get your tickets in advance for RPW Destiny 2. You can get them at RagingProWrestling.com. You can go to the watering hole itself. Uh, there's another store in the mall in Appleton. So plenty of options. You can also message their social media channels to get your tickets. RPWProWrestling.com is the main source. Check it out December 10th at the watering hole. And we'll try to get some content for that coming up here in the upcoming weeks. December 10th, watering hole, Green Bay, Ripper, Wisconsin. Or B Square. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a blast. So that is our business element. With that, we can get into the fun stuff now. And we start off with every episode with what we had rooted for in the last week, or in Sean's case, the last two weeks, because he took a, a week off last week. Schedules just didn't work out. It is what it is. Yep. So, Sean, this is brought to you, as always, by Fanatics, 300-plus powered stores. Rep your favorite team on Fanatics. What have you rooted for in the last two weeks? What's been going on in your, your world of either sports, non-sports, whatever? So I seen an article today about this might not be perfect for you, but Ohio State, there was a guy that was a fifth-year senior that had tore his ACL two or three different times, and he finally scored his first touchdown for Ohio State. That's I thought, awesome. I thought that was a cool thing to see to see this weekend, and it just, just gives you a little, even though still Ohio State doesn't play anybody, but... <laughs> That's true. They they won by like 40 points again this week. But yeah, yeah. Was, uh, just an awesome story. It, it was just an awesome story, I thought. So. I'm going to stay in the world of college sports, and i got to find the name. But I saw a college game day featured with Veterans Day this last weekend. Uh, shout out to all the vets. Thank you for everything you've done. Um, there is like a 45-year-old defensive fresh, or defensive end freshman uh, playing college football. Hmm. And that story kind of swept across the, uh, the sports media world of the weekend. And I'm trying to see if I can find the the name of the player and it's not gonna i'm not gonna find it here um, of course not as we kind of go through so that that was my just kind of piggyback on that uh really cool that he gets featured um and gets to kind of you know live out the dream that not a whole lot or ray russell the 49 year old freshman nose guard this was posted uh, two year two days ago, uh, playing for North Dakota for the uh, or North Dakota State, excuse me, uh, for the Bison, and just again a cool story. You know, served in the Army and the National Guard. Uh, he's a night shift worker, and he decided to walk on to North, North Dakota State College of Science. Uh, so maybe not even the Bison. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I saw North Dakota State. Yep. You know, um, but he's out there playing football and. Living his dream. He's older than the team's head coach. Yeah. Probably and, a lot of team head, team's head coaches. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but he gets to play, and, you know, after 17 years of being in the North Dakota Army National Guard, decided to hang that those boots up and trade them in for cleats. So good for him and having a blast playing football. So awesome story out in North Dakota. Sean, what do you got for us? Um... I rooted for Pajama Day. Today <laughs> was Pajama Day. Uh, it's a great day at school um, when you can get up and not have to really get dressed. Um, the kids, 
I had a few kids that like forgot to wear pajamas, <laughs> probably because it was a Monday. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, I, oh, pajama day is the best. I was real cozy in my sweatshirt today. Did you watch movies all day? We didn't. We actually oh. had to get some work done. That's disappointing. Yeah. So tomorrow is um, Zoom Spirit Day, so you can wear like sweatpants, like you're on like a Zoom or like Google Meet. So you can wear like sweatpants and then you wear like a fancy top. So still get to wear sweatpants to work tomorrow. So I'm not like Eric here where he gets to wear sweatpants every day. Every day. It is what it is. Don't hate on it. So yeah, pajama day. All right. With the positives come the negatives. We go from what we had rooted for to our noogies of the week. And Sean, I'll let you go with this one first. Do you got anything? Um. N- <sighs> yeah. Actually, I now I thought about it. So, I went up to the Christmas chalet in Monaco this weekend. And um, because I was really looking for some, like, specific ornaments. And you go to the Christmas chalet closer to Christmas. So, the first time I very went was with Eric in the summertime. And they had ornaments on ornaments on ornaments on ornaments. For those of you that don't, and sorry to interrupt. Those of you who don't know, the Christmas Chalet is a store in Minocqua, Wisconsin. Christmas stuff all year round. It's awesome. Literally, Santa works there. Mm-hmm. Like, he looks just like Santa. He, does. he, he would have had And his cool. license plate says Mr. Christmas. Oh, I love that. On his pickup. I love that. So, anyways, I go up there on Saturday, make the, you know, two and a half hour trek. And uh, I get there, and, you know, there's. Okay, there are a lot of ornaments, but. There were not as many as we went. The trees were very picked over. So I don't know if there was something going on in Monaco this weekend that everybody was, like, getting their stuff. But, yeah. So that's my my noogie is you got to keep your supply up as you get closer to Christmas. Well, we we went there a couple weeks ago, and they were still they were still pretty loaded. <gasps> there was, like, one whole tree that was, like, empty. Really? Yeah. That's insane. I was very sad because I was looking, like I said, I was looking for some very specific ornaments and they did not have them. So, noogie to the Christmas chalet. <sighs> Anyways. <laughs> All right, Sean, what do you got for us? Um, um, I don't think I have anything. Really? Ooh. Oh, oh no, no. You had a couple you told me about today. Oh, yeah, the Bucks, The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. Oh, why? For thinking Tom Brady's our wide receiver. <laughs> <laughs> That was quite fun. So set the scene on that one before. I'll let you elaborate in a second here. Uh, Tom Brady, the Buccaneers, playing in Germany this weekend. 8.30 a.m. game here locally in Wisconsin. And trying to do a trick play, a little Philly Philly special, whatever you want to call it. Wildcat play. Tom Brady tries to run a route, and he got like three yards tripped. And easy interception for the Seahawks. What an idiot. Very funny to watch. And then and then got a tripping penalty on top of it. <laughs> I didn't see. That. Yeah. That's Cause, right. Because he tripped the guy or tripped the guy that intercepted it and got 15 yards for it. So that's on brand though. Yeah. It and is. I give Tom Brady. We should really call him Teflon Brady. He deflects everything. Like he makes a joke out of it. He was talking about how if he went to fell, it would have been moss over the top for six. Yeah. That was his comment. Yeah. If he doesn't fall down, but sure, whatever. Yeah, on the rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, probably. And he's not Sauce Gardner. Yeah, but Tariq Woolen. Ty- Sauce Gardner's winning that award. Uh, Almost I'm a guarantee. Woolen's got more interceptions, and I think that's what they're going to look at. 
maybe. But anyway, I've got a nugget. And, you know, Sean and I were kind of talking about it. Honestly, coming, coming into this episode, I wasn't sure what it's going to have this week. And then I turned the Pat McAfee show on, and he raised some excellent points. I'm going to give a nuggie to all the haters of the hiring of Jeff Saturday and the Colts organization. So the Colts shocked the world last week by firing Frank Reich. Not necessarily a bad decision. The team was not doing well. They haven't uh, been doing good. That It's been a shit show of a season. Coming off of, you know, get you go and acquire another quarterback, so three straight different seasons, or three straight seasons with a different quarterback. Acquire a veteran quarterback and Matt Ryan. He gets hurt. He plays like shit. Um, I believe you actually used Matt Ryan as a noogie a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. when he got benched yep, for Sam Ellinger. Uh, so the Colts decide, nah, fuck this. That's enough. We're going to fire Frank Reich, and they hire Jeff Saturday. Now, initially speaking... Jeff Saturday was given a lot of shit in the NFL world. And, you know, I kind of I saw it and I kind of chuckled. I'm like, okay, this guy has no head coaching experience. Uh, I don't. I think he coached high school football. Coaching experience. Yeah. He served as a consultant for the Colts uh, for the last couple of years while working for ESPN as well. Just really seemed kind of like an odd move. Now, with that said, there were some very vocal people out there who were making bigger points. Joe Thomas, one of the bigger ones, saying that Jeff Saturday is a disgrace for even taking the job, let alone having it offered to him. Uh, You had uh, Bill Cowher on Football Night in America talking about how it was a disgrace to the coach's world and all that stuff. And And then the Colts go out, and they say, shut the hell up, everybody, and they go and win. Now, they beat the Raiders, but... Uh, you know, as you kind of think about it, you have a team that just fired their coach. They're not doing great either. No. So I'm going to give a nugget to those people who, kind of myself even, I mean, I didn't go out mm-hmm. and say anything, but who doubted the Colts. And, you know, they get a win. They're at 4-5-1 and one now after the game and kind of bounce back. So nugget to all the haters, especially the very loud ones who – as you know, and I don't want to steal Pat McAfee's talking points because, yeah. but he raised some excellent points. You know, when you have a lot of these new head coaches, Matt Lafleur is kind of in the same group. But you have a lot of these younger head coaches getting hired, and you point to Jeff Saturday. Okay, well he doesn't have coaching experience. The guy played for 14 years, so he's not you know college intern, intern coach where he's sleeping on somebody's couch and you know this, that, and the other thing. Um, so yeah, he doesn't have the coaching experience. You know he's what probably in his late 30s early 40s but you can't hate on that for the same thing you know it's no different than like when bill cower got hired at 34 kind of the same deal you know same probably nfl experience if not better for jeff saturday so that's my noogie and i could go haters in general because christian watson shut up a lot of people this weekend too but we'll talk more about that in the episode later mm-hmm. um before we have a new we have a new segment coming up, but not right now. Before we do that, we gotta talk what's weird Wisconsin. And Sean actually had the idea for this one. Uh yesterday, Sean and I went to church uh here in De Pere. And for a team that is now four and six, three and six going into yesterday's game, there's And with all the haters. And as loud as it's been in Green Bay, all the people calling for Matt LaFleur's job, Aaron Rodgers' job, Joe Barry's job, not wanting to watch games you know selling tickets to other people what you know what have you all the hate 
Lots of Packer jerseys still on church yesterday. Now, Packer, you know, Packer fans probably aren't unique in that wearing their team's jersey and gear to church. But at the same time, some of the unique items that they bring out, like the grandpa with, that was sitting in front of us, he had on that leather, mm. like Packers jacket, like that's definitely from the nineties, you know, or like even the eighties, like you, it. Yeah, it, you remember the leather hats that they had when they yes, won the Super my, Bowl? My my dad's grandpa still, has one, yeah. and I acquired it from him after he had passed. Yeah, yeah, my dad's got one stowed away. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you know, he came in with like a Packers turtleneck, nice pants on, and then just that big leather mm-hmm. Packers coat and you know, so they are, you know, unique with some of the things that they do come in with. There, but there's so much hate, but there's still It's so still much the Packers. Yeah. It's yep. still the Packers. Do anything for the Packers. Yep. It's it just was interesting, like I said, as you know, they came in because I I mean I'm from Sheboygan, so yeah, Sheboygan. Sheboygan, sorry. Uh, but anyways, I'm from Sheboygan, and like you go to church on Sunday, and yeah, there's Packer gear, but not as like outright. Like some people, this woman, she had like Packer leggings on, like like she was like decked out, and I'm like, she had Packer what on? She had Packer pants, um, <laughs> and so yeah, like it just like I said, it baffled me. But I'm like, well, I guess I am in Green Bay now, so there was a lot of Dallas fans too. At the game, yeah. I, you know, I was thinking about making that my noogie, but Dallas travels well everywhere. Yeah. And honestly, though, kind of with that, the Packers fans were still very loud mm-hmm. all game. So credit to them. They, you know, kind of making noise at the right times. I didn't see the wave going. I didn't see any tweets about the wave going at inappropriate times. But it was loud in there when they were on offense. Mm. Not at times, but yeah. there was a lot. You know, the really the, probably the coolest video that came out of yesterday. And, uh like I said, we're going to talk about more about Christian Watson the game itself later, was the field camera from his first touchdown where you can hear the crowd start to roar as the ball goes in the air. And then as he catches it and the defender falls down even louder, it was incredible. Uh, so if you haven't seen that video, go to my Twitter, BiggieWDUZ. Check that out because I retweeted it. Awesome video. Didn't retweet it for the podcast? Do you know how hard it is to go between two accounts on Twitter? And he's verified now. He paid the $8. So. I did. Very proudly. It's all about growth, baby. Is the podcast verified? I don't have $16 a month for this. You have to pay it a month? <laughs> yeah, don't. Eric, I thought it was a one-time $8 fee. Oh, uh-oh. Started a fight, guys. It is what it is. It's an investment. You're paying $8 a month for those... Just stupid check mark. And I can edit tweets. Oh my god. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. We're gonna have a really janky wedding. Well, not if I play those monkey knife fight contests <laughs> straight to the Taj Mahal. Oh god. <laughs> Alright. Anyway. So on a positive note that doesn't end in my, <laughs> my She's so mad right <laughs> now, guys. Noogie to Eric. Yep. Ugh. Anyway, so on a positive note, we have a brand new segment coming up here, and we are going to do weekly drafts. And it's just going to be whoever shows up for the episode, so you know, no celebrity guest picks unless they're on the episode. Ram- if Ramsey or Justin or whoever is not here, they don't get a pick that week. It is what it is. We'll post it on TikTok. Sean is actually recording as we speak, so be sure to check it out. And we'll post it on the other social medias as well. But this week to kind of start off, 
Shout out to Wisconsin Clothing Company on TikTok. They kind of gave me the idea on this one. We're going to go with Supper Club Foods and Drinks. So we'll do five picks for the three of us. No, Obviously, no repeats, just like a fancy football draft or a regular sports draft. Uh, we determined the order pre-episode was going to be myself, Sean, Shauna, and then snake order uh, like a fancy football draft would be. So with the first pick, myself, Eric, is going to go with prime rib. Ooh. Cannot be beat. Just the greatest supper club food, no doubt. Prime rib, that's number one pick. Sean. You're going you're going that for number one? That's number one. Easy. Okay. I got, I got you beat. I'm going old fashions. Ooh. <sighs> now, are you going whiskey or brandy or doesn't matter? Got to go. Eh, no, it don't matter. Either one. Ooh. See, I was trying to get a technicality I, I know you're trying to get a technicality, <laughs> but I'm just going to take it. I'm going to take it. All right. So I'm going to go, I think, tenderloin. All right. So you get two picks in a row because it's snake style. And then a salad bar. Oh. oh yeah. Damn. yeah salad you, bar. You took it. Oh. Can, can I go fish fry? You had to go specific, like, like a, a fish. Like a perch perch fish fry? There you go. Oh, perch Sean, dinner? you're picking all the good ones, man. All right, I'm hey, going to... Th- th- this, this is cutthroat again. I'm going to stay in that same pattern. I'm going with a walleye plate Ooh. at the fish fry. Ooh. And then for my third pick... See, so you went old-fashioned, so that kind of screwed me here. But I'm going to go with a good old-fashioned whiskey and Coke. Ew. It's a lot stronger Ew. at supper no. clubs. No, it's just that, better. That that's a terrible pick. I'm gonna go with rye bread with a slice of onion and a slice of Ooh, cheese. Ooh, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. That that's always the best part. Yeah, I can't I can't be mad about that. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, I'm gonna go after dinner grasshoppers. And I know people call it different things, but the brandy ice cream drink. What is it called? The Shirley, Shirley? We call it Brandy Alexander's yeah, from yeah, my okay. neck of the woods. Okay. So I got both ice cream drinks. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Um, you know what? I'm going to go the little chocolate chip cookie that you get at some supper clubs. There's actually one in Bondwell, um called... The Antlers? Ant- called Antlers. You get a chocolate chip cookie when you're done, and it's the best little chocolate chip cookie you'll have. So dessert wise, I'm gonna steal one from Bob, like Bob and Laura's and Coleman. Mm. Sherbert at the end of dinner, uh, going mm. Sherbert for my fourth round pick, and then my final pick. <sighs> Good old fashioned mashed potatoes. They're always the best at the supper clubs. Oh. Supper club mashed potatoes, especially if you got like the baby reds mixed in there too. Oh, just some garlic, just the best mashed potatoes. Okay. All right, I'm going. I'm going with a staple at the Blue Spruce. Is the Cedar Crest, the little ice cream cup that okay. you get every time after dinner. So two desserts for Sean. Two desserts. Okay, and then my la- my last pick. Your last pick. So at a supper club in like Holy Hill, you get these little apple turnovers when you're done. They are so th- to die three for. Three desserts for Sean. <laughs> Did I pick three desserts? You went. What well, you went? Grasshopper. Oh, the drinks bring- don't count. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Don't really count. So not a whole lot of food options on this this week. Yeah, but what uh, what what 
can you where can you go with really after? Well, you could go roasted chicken. You could have gone. See, I thought about going tenderloin tips because that's totally technically Ooh, different. Oh, like Romy's. Romy's tips. Yeah, Romy's tips would have been a good one. But I, it, some, I think I think roasted chicken would be more like your brunch than that's supper true. club. I suppose. So that's that's kind of what I didn't think. Because you sit down and you order your like they tell you all the specials for like twenty nine ninety nine. It's always the ninety nine, but they tell you that, and then that's that's what I was thinking. I wasn't even thinking like the the supper club brunch. No. Where do you go for twenty nine ninety nine for? Well, sometimes like (laughs) no, not roasted chicken. I'm saying like the specials. Uh, Oh, sure, like the prime rib, and that's what I was saying. Like that's what I was thinking for like supper club stuff. Okay. So, anyways, first draft in the books. That was fun. Yeah, I liked it. We'll do some sports related. Not harder than I thought. It really was, especially when when you stole old fashions. Second pick, come on. Why wouldn't you take it with the second pick? That's a solid point. That's I would, but like that, that's a first overall pick. You could have went. Um, see, we could do types of old fashions. That's a whole different. I mean, you could go brandy. You could go brandy sour, brandy and sweet. then the snacks. I mean, you mean snacks like yeah, the like the mushrooms, like the cherries, mushrooms. olives. I'm so. What is what is your old fashioned of choice, real quick? Brandy sweet with mushrooms. Oh. Whiskey sweet with cherries. I'm a brandy sour with mushrooms. Yum. I could go for one of those. We I'm, need to get I'm old ha- fashioned mix here. I'm having old fashions this weekend at Deer Camp, so nice. I'm excited. Lucky you. That's a whole. While we're talking about that, I mean, we can. Deer Camp yeah. is right around the corner. Fine. I mean, I, I know that, we've talked that's about. That's what we should have did. We should have did a Deer Camp draft. That would have been a good one. We can do two. No, I don't know enough no. about deer camp. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there, there's probably stuff that need not be said on this podcast. You're the what one. happens at deer camp. <laughs> I'm just saying, I I know where you're going with this. Are you going to the stripper places? No. Absolutely not. Anymore. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> It is a audio show, but Sean's cheeks are a little bit rosy. <laughs> This is going to get me in trouble. No. Hey, you got me in trouble, so fuck you. I didn't do shit. Your cheeks are rosy, too. Yeah. I just think it's funny. I feel bad for Sean right now. <laughs> I have been innocent when it comes to deer camp antics. Sure. On God. Hand on the Bible. All right. <laughs> All right, what's next? Big lightning bolt right. strikes us down, starts our apartment on fire. So I did want to do a quick review of the Brew City battle. Uh, once again, you know, Friday preseason basketball, or not, I guess that's technically not preseason, but early season basketball, like early season NBA is awful, but early season college basketball is awesome. Now, Friday night you had two premier kind of uh, unique events. You had Michigan State and UConn playing on an aircraft carrier. Which was a very cool thing to see. An awesome game, too. Specialized jerseys. We had that. That was on at McGeorge's when we were there. I was going to say, but the lighting sucked because it was like sunny. Yeah, because it was outside. Well, I understand that, but like it's 2022 videographers. Let's get it right. Where? What, what would you do? Yeah. <laughs> how, how are we going to fix it? I don't know. Like. <laughs> mess around with the little dials and edit it? I don't know. 
That's that. This is a question for you. So, and really, the only thing you can do can't the people in the little sound room be like, "Hey, let's up the brightness or let's lower it down," because it was like mere the, contrast. You can do a little bit. Um, they it, they maybe could have uh, done like a a whiteout washout, maybe, like to make sure your white levels are good. But I don't think there's much you can really do. Yeah. Uh. Anyways. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Um, but yeah, not a whole lot. But then the Bruce City battle at Amfam Field, the Wisconsin women taking on Kansas State, and the Wisconsin men taking on Stanford. I don't know what the women's score was. I know the Badgers men did take down the Cardinal of Stanford. Pretty convincing win for the Badgers. They're now 2-0. Uh, they will play my alma mater, or Sean's alma mater too, of the Green Bay Phoenix tomorrow night. So... If you're a sports radio fan and you don't want to watch a game on TV, 107.5 for the Badgers feed, 1440, or 1400, excuse me, I probably should delete that, uh, 1400 AM or 95.5 FM for the UW-Green Bay feed of Badgers versus uh, Phoenix. So with that in mind, um, like I said, just awesome game for the Badgers. Really cool event. Looks like a lot of tickets had been sold. I only saw a couple of like single seats that were available through like the Brewers or AmFam field. Very unique um, event concept. So kind of hope or the Brewers. I know were announcing that they kind of hope to continue this going forward. I know Sean. I had talked about last two weeks ago. Last time you were on, Sean, about like maybe doing all four teams in the state. Yeah, that would be in that kind of the showdown for Wisconsin. You can even call it like the state championship, uh, like kind of like how like the college football teams used to play, like Miami, Florida State, Florida, mm-hmm. etc. Used to play all kind of a one season, have your state champion declared. I said that. No, Sean. Oh, Sean. I was gonna say. I'm like, I don't recall. <laughs> Okay, good call, Sean. Yeah, I think we talked about a couple weeks So I think it'd be a kind of a cool event to have uh, for an early season kind of thing. Now, as we kind of talk about preseason conference, I always say preseason because that's what they're mm. called, but early season uh, conference tournament or conferences and tournaments, uh, the Green Bay men are heading to Jamaica over the weekend for the Jersey Mike's Jamaican Classic. They played the first game of that on the state side portion where they went to Georgetown and got the shit kicked out of them. Um, the first half, they were only down by two at halftime. Uh, something Wisconsin kind of has to figure out in the – or Green Bay, I should say, excuse me, has to kind of work on uh, second-half games. First half, very good. Second half, not so much. Seems like all Wisconsin teams. That's not false. <laughs> um, back-to-back games for them where they've done really well in the first half, struggled in the second half. Lost to Indiana State in their first game. Now the loss to Georgetown. And, again, Green Bay will be coming up here to Wisconsin with the Badgers on Tuesday. And then, again, first game for them in the Jamaica or Jersey Mike's Jamaican Classic. I'd have to look at the schedule because I think their first game got announced already. The Green Bay men will play... The Queens College uh, from New York, I believe. So they oh, will not not Britain, probably not. And then Wisconsin is in the battle for Atlantis. 
their first game is going to be next week, Wednesday, against Dayton. And then they'd also uh, kind of play, you know, depending on how they do, win, lose, you know, what have you. So early season tournament basketball is just the best. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to kind of make these early season games matter. I love it, personally. Yeah. Just just the the show? Is that a good word for it? Yeah. And it's, mean, a, it's just a good way to get bigger name teams to play early. Yeah. And just get them, getting them to play smaller schools. Like, you never really would see Green Bay against Georgetown. Right. I mean, it's just kind of cool to get some of these. And it would cool to, be cool to see an upset this early in the season, too. Absolutely. I mean, you're not going to see those games at home. Like, Green Bay's not going to host Georgetown oh, no, no ever. Way. But... It's just, you know, you get to have the kids get to go experience an arena like that. Uh, they put it, that game at 10 a.m. here local because the, Wizard, the Wizards play that night. Mm. They share an arena, so they had to actually take down the arena from the Georgetown um, court and then put the Wizards court out for that night's game. Um, but, yeah, no, actually, absolutely awesome event for them to kind of have that same experience and for a mid-major. To, and then they have them go to Jamaica, too. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. That's and the other thing. Same thing, I mean, the Badgers play in a very, you know, they play in the Big Ten. Mm -hmm. They're used to making the NCAA tournament. And then, I mean, they play in some bigger schools. They play in Indiana. They, you know, they regularly play um, in some of the cooler venues across the country. Uh, They've also played, even a few years ago, Madison Square Garden. Mm -hmm. So just kind of a good way to kind of work into those environments. And um, like you said, you know, get that potential early season upset. Uh, Green Bay, the men's last Power 5 victory was in 2015 against, actually 2014, 2014-2015 season against Miami. That was Kiefer Sykes' years? I believe it was the first year Kiefer Sykes was, no, it was his senior year. Kiefer Sykes' senior year, uh, Carrington Love, Jordan Faust, Alfonso McKinney, uh, and they went into Miami and got an upset. Maybe it was a 15-16 season, which would have been after he was gone. Because I know Carrington Love kind of led scoring that game, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but that was their last Power 5 win. Before that, and Kiefer Sykes' junior year, they did knock off Virginia yep. at the Rush Center, which was Tony Bennett's homecoming. Um, so big upset there. I think Virginia would go on to be a one seed that year yep. in the NCAA tournament and almost beat Wisconsin at home that same year too, where they lost by three. And Sykes had a three at the buzzer that came up just short off the rim but was on target so that would have been huge for that game too but and they gb was almost one of the last they were they were the, the final four one of the final four teams out yeah the last or first four. four first four out yeah the first four out. um but what really sucked for them is that was right before the nit um gave the automatic one seed to the first four out i think actually that's what inspired them to do it or one of the years that inspired them to do it, where Green Bay missed out and got like a four seed, hosted Belmont. Yeah, I think we went to we that did. game. We did. You and I went, you, me, and Mark went to that game. Um, Kiefer Sex did not play in that due to injury, and Alec Brown was a piece of garbage. Right, that was the guy I was thinking. I couldn't think Big of his name. skinny nope. seven-foot piece of shit. Yep. If he's seven. listening, you know, had, thanks for your time at Green Bay. but Seven-foot white guy. Seven-foot white guy who couldn't do a damn thing. Shot, Just, shot a lot of threes when he should have been shooting threes. Yeah, get your ass in the post. You're seven foot. You're playing in the Horizon League. But anyway, that's anyway, neither here okay. nor there. Welcome back. 
Thanks. I have to uh, keep the house going. I had laundry to do. <laughs> so we're just talking about the merits of preseason basketball tournaments and big school or little schools traveling to play big schools. Any thoughts on that, Shauna? Well, I think it's unfair for the little schools because they look like garbage compared to the big schools. But you know, it is what it is, and it's good practice for everybody. Woohoo! <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but every once in a while you get that you get a nice upset every once in a while. So it's like the one bleeds one bleed, the one <laughs> seed playing the 16 seed in March Madness. Like it's happened. It's I happened mean, once. Th- right? They like upset them. Whatever. It's fine. But it's pretty like much the two it's, versus fifteen. Yeah. It's like it's a good practice for everybody. Woohoo! And the small school gets a nice paycheck out of it. Mm-hmm. Well, that too. That too. So. That's so my that's, thought. that's my thoughts on that. College basketball wrap up. Badgers go to Iowa this week uh, for the football team. Take a loss there. Kind of shocked. It was a really slow day for the offense. That Iowa defense is tough. I mean, that's not news. They're a top five defense in the country right now. Uh, not a whole lot of shocking college football news this week. Pretty mundane week as far as like the top. Like ten teams go, Alabama didn't cover again, so they you know they survive against Ole Miss. LSU had a little bit of a scare. Actually, did LSU lose or did they just have a scare? Is Bama going on a spiral? I mean, they've Is, lost. Two are games. we are we the yeah. end of Nick Saban? No, no. <laughs> He's going to come back with twenty two more guys next year that are going to be freshmen, and that, that could start on any team. And have yeah, and they're all backups. Yeah, LSU did survive. They had a 13-10 win over Arkansas. Uh, Notre Dame squeaked one out against Navy. Did you see the guys catch at Notre Dame? Yes, the that one an, like yeah. the hug around the front. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, two top twenty-five teams did lose. Or th- that did not play another known or top twenty-five team. Uh, both in or actually not both, but in the Big Ten, Purdue upset Illinois, 31-24. And Vanderbilt over Kentucky. Big win for the Commodores uh, for Vanderbilt. Um, Clemson took care of business. Penn State shut out Maryland. Oh, I lied. Three. NC State lost to Boston College. Uh, Yeah, not a whole lot of other surprising results kind of going through the rest of the ranked teams. Some big wins by some big schools. Tennessee rebounds after losing to Georgia with a 66-24 ass-kicking of Missouri. So, the USC game, 55-17 for the Trojans. Uh, this week, playoff standing is obviously not out yet. Those will come out tomorrow. So, just kind of another week. College football, Badgers at home, I believe, for the final time this year. If I'm not mistaken, they will play host to... Um, i got to make sure that's actually accurate. But I believe they're at home this weekend where they will play. Or I was wrong. They are traveling to Nebraska. They're a 13-point favor. We'll get to our picks a little bit later in the episode. 13-point favor for the Badgers on ESPN on Saturday. And then they would host uh, Minnesota for the Axe on the 26th. So that's the Badger report. Bucks are still playing. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's- Chris Middleton's coming back soon, I believe. Really, all I got on that. Yeah. Which leads us to our favorite topic, the Green Bay Packers. Now, the Packers did finally get a win. This is a Victory Monday episode. 
It's been uh, a long time. You know, funny enough, and I texted Sean this uh, pre-production meeting. I said, since October 1st, the Brewers and the Packers have as many wins. The Brewers haven't played since October 5th. Yeah. Which is good for the Milwaukee Brewers. I mean, right, right. <laughs> awesome for them. But they are now tied for the amount of wins. The Brewers had one more recently up till yesterday than the Packers had. Which makes me sad, but... Very sad. But all in all, a good showing from the Packers yesterday. Uh, 31-28 win over the Cowboys in OT at home. Big coming out party for Christian Watson. And I think dispelled some of the, the Aaron Rodgers getting sick of young guys. Because after the first two drops, first possession, Rodgers comes over and said, Hey, buddy, we're coming back to you, so... Mm -hmm. Well, Shake he, those off. That's pretty much all they had. So it's not wrong, but four catches, 107 yards, three touchdowns for the rookie. First 100-yard receiving game for a Packers rookie since James Lofton. Um, really? I believe correct, and I believe first or first teams, the first three touchdown game for a rookie for the team in history too. Um, so excellent performance for him. Great bounce back. I mean, great to see him finally kind of live up to why you trade up to 34 for him. Uh, was very happy for him uh, and really kind of doing it in two different ways. He caught those couple over-the-middle balls. He had that deep ball for the first touchdown. Just a great way to get him involved. In, in against, it, against a very good defense. Very good defense. So very happy to see uh, Christian Watson kind of finally get healthy, finally play a full game, and do what he's supposed to do as that high round pick mm -hmm. and really give the Packers a new element of offense that we hadn't seen this season. I, I think a lot of it was we were able to run the ball and then get the play action to go and just suck those linebackers up just a little bit. That was just able to get just them enough to pause them. And yeah, absolutely. That's, that's all he needed to blow by everybody. Cause if you watched out the oh, first touchdown, oh, the, the third one, the third one where he does the crossing route. Yes. And he just crosses Well, his right second over. one, too. Yeah. That second one on, like, fourth and seven or whatever, where he hit that crossing route just across the middle. Um, it was a deeper crossing route for him, but same thing. Freeze the linebacker just enough. Find the weak spot in the zone. Because the third one, they were just playing man. And you're not going to catch him. Yep. Most DBs aren't going to catch him. Yep, exactly. And that's, again, that's why you trade up for a guy like him. And, you know, like I said... You know, first time really since they had gotten rid of Devontae and since the MVS walk, that somebody that was a, that 58-yard touchdown was the longest play from scrimmage for the Packers this season. And we're in week 10. Yeah. So lots of elements to kind of break down there. Also, def defense was opportunistic, two turnovers uh, with the Rudy Ford interceptions, and the old bend don't break came through when you needed it. Those last couple drives for. Uh, Dallas, especially, especially that OT drive, um, very impressed with the Packers yesterday. Don't, I mean, probably their most complete game. Yeah. And they started off very crappy in the first quarter. Don't know why Mike McCarthy didn't kick that field goal at the end, but yeah, no idea. Mike McCarthy is still helping the Packers out yeah. even when he's not coaching for. He him. was pissed. He did break his headset. So that yeah. Well, Sean, any takes here from you? I missed that entire conversation. Uh, because I was watching the national anthem and the entire time the question was running through my mind, do they like pick singers? 
do you have to be a good singer? Because they were all like veterans or they were all like it's, people in the army. It's usually like a Marine Corps choir, um, choir or something, something like that. that. So like you try out for the choir? No, it's usually like a local local group. Well, you but try out for all, the choir. But they're, but they're but all yes, dressed they're, in Marine they're good stuff. Singers. Yeah, they're good singers. They're, they're good. just, so they're Marines they have, that are good singers. Yes. And then, the, okay. All right. That was my question. Sorry. Because <laughs> yes. I, I think we went to the Cody Johnson concert. And I don't, either, did Randy Hauser do the national he did, anthem? He did the halftime. I think or, he did the the anthem. And I think he did a halftime. Yeah, because he was talking about doing, doing the anthem okay. Saturday night. Or Saturday. Gotcha. When we were at the concert. So that was kind of. Okay, so circling back, Packers, now that I got my answer here. Uh, I thought the Packers would, I mean, they look good. I mean, I don't think they're, you know, they're not a Super Bowl team. They're not a playoff team. They had a few bomb plays, but that's about it. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't four quarters of balling out, I don't think. I mean, yeah, they scored 31 points, you know, whatever, but I don't think it was, you know, Anything to write home about. It's not Buffalo. It's not Buffalo. My Bills lost, but really, I mean, it wasn't like, I mean, yeah, it was fun to see them like winning, but it wasn't a banging game. See, I I disagree, personally speaking. I thought down 14 and going into the fourth quarter, I thought the game was done. And did you see Dallas was 195 and zero? All time, including playoffs. Yeah. With a 14 point lead. Going into the fourth quarter until yesterday, until Mike McCarthy took over the helm. Right. But, see, I disagree, though, because I thought, kind of what I said against Buffalo, you saw a lot that you can build on yesterday on top of, you know, you have Christian Watson kind of finally in the fold, kind of getting that confidence and getting that trust up with the quarterback. You saw Tunyon getting involved. You saw the run game. Packers ran, I think, the ball 63% of the time yesterday. Which the offensive line played very well yesterday, allowed them to continue running the ball against, like you said, Sean, a very good defense, um, all thing you know on all fronts. So, kind of getting that going, and again, you know, opening up the passing game just a little bit to give the run a little bit more room too. Uh, very happy to see that on all fronts. Now, Sean is right. This team is probably not a Super Bowl team. I'm, I say probably not because. At four and six, I mean that's twenty ten. You know, I'm not ruling it out until they're not in the playoffs. We've seen a lot of fluctuation in the NFC aside from Minnesota, really. Yeah, I. So I don't think they're winning the division by any means. No, that's, no. That's a foregone conclusion yeah, at this point. I, total, I totally agree with you. They're not winning the division, but there's really, you got your division winners, but that's really about all you got. There's really nobody after that that would really scare you. And really, I'm not really f- afraid of all the division winners either. No. I mean, we'll see We'll see in two weeks what Green Bay does against Philadelphia. The two games, because they have a Thursday night game coming up against Tennessee. So we'll see how that goes and against Philadelphia to Which, see. Tennessee's a division leader for the for their division too, aren't they? That's yeah, not saying much in that division. No, no, no it really isn't. But. but I don't think the Packers can beat the Chiefs. I don't think the Packers could beat... Well, the Eagles are 8-0. Yeah, but the Eagles... Eagles. Eagles play in the NFC East. They don't play anybody. I either. suppose, but I don't think the Packers could beat the the well the Packers. The, the, did they beat the Bills? They did no, not. They, they did not beat the Bills. But I don't know. I mean, I don't think. Like I said, you think of your your top like teams here. I don't know that they can beat them to to go to make a run. But the thing, I think, the thing is that 
it would be a team you wouldn't want to face. I suppose. They'd be like a dangerous sixth seed, dangerous seventh seed. The Packers? If they can get healthy, which Dobbs will come back, Cobb will come back. You have Tunyon going, you have the run game going, especially as we get colder here. If that run game keeps going, the offensive line is healthy. And you got a fairly easy schedule. Other than that, once you're past yeah. Philadelphia in two weeks, you absolutely can go on a run. Now, will they? Fair, to fair. be seen. Yeah, to be seen. I, I doubt, so I doubt they actually do. What's the rest of their schedule? You so got I can Titans. Because they're not going to beat the Vikings. Well, that game will be January 1st in Lambeau. That's very doable, especially if Minnesota continues their path here. Number one seed might be locked up. They don't really have much to play for. Green mm-hmm. Bay could have a lot to fight for. But you you also got to think, they, they could have beat Minnesota the first week of the season. But they didn't. No, they got they, killed the first week. We, it was 23-7. Okay. okay. Christian Watson, Watson catches that. That's a whole different Yeah, right. That's a whole different game. Well, and you look at, I mean, you should have beat the Giants. The Jets kicked the crap out of you. That yeah. is what it is. Should have beat the Commanders, which they're 5-4, and four, or 4-5, four and five, but that is a difference there. I mean, the Lions game was ugly, but you can make the argument that you were probably one of the better teams in that one, too. But coming up here, I mean, you've got Titans-Packers, which Green Bay's favored as of today, opening up after yesterday's game. Philadelphia, you, that'll be a rough one. That'll be in Philadelphia. But then you've got Packers-Bears. In Which Chicago. Just, Justin Fields has been balling lately. Justin Fields so. has been playing very well. But he's also, they're still losing. You know, they're playing a lot of tight games. They're scoring a lot. Um, I believe this is like the first time in NFL history that they've scored 29 plus points in a game, or in three straight games and lost all three. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you get your bye week finally. You come back to host the Rams. We don't know what they are, especially with... Ooh, that's 15. Yeah. Um, with Cooper Cup, just got announced that he's going to have a high ankle sprain. And his injury, does, quote, does not sound good. Mm, that's not good. So that's going to take a lot of life out of that Rams offense, especially coming off a of bye week unless it, Odell goes there. But, it, no, I doubt, I doubt Odell goes there. And Stafford's being hurt. So Then you've got the Dolphins on Christmas Day, which... Could go either way. They've won some ugly games. Is that in Miami? Or is That's in Miami. In Miami. Then you've got the Vikings at home, and then you've got the Lions at home. So you've, you've very realistically got a path where on paper right now, I'd say they'd probably be favored in a lot of these games. Or, I mean, Or it's close. They should be favored against everybody basically except Philadelphia. And I would say Miami. Yeah, maybe Miami. But that's... You know, you go on the, that seven games left. They're four and six. Because they're favored this week? They are favored this week against Tennessee. If you win this week, that's five and six. And then you've basically got to just go... I mean, if you go ten and seven, or even even nine and eight might get you the playoffs. Because right now the last seed in the playoffs right now is uh, San Francisco. And they are five and four. And their schedule right now... Yeah, that's the it's N- rough. That's the NFC West. That's a rough schedule right there. So the for for reference here, the 49ers, they've got the Cardinals this week, which they are favored. They've got the Saints the following week. They've got the Dolphins, the Bucks, the Seahawks, the Commanders, the Raiders, and the Cardinals. So that's not a great schedule by any no. means. And they're on the road a lot in that last part of the, half of the season. 
when you kind of look around the rest of the NFL. Well, I see, I seen a a guy on ESPN. It's your who's your LeBron guy, LeBron lover guy. Uh, Brian Windhurst. No, 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 not that one. The younger one. Um, oh, I can't think of what his name is. Oh, younger, like Nick something, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes, Nick, Nick something. I can't think of what is. <laughs> Terrible content. But anyways, I know who you're talking about yeah, now. Um, I seen him have a or pull up a thing, and he was like, "Is it Nick Wright?" Yes, Nick Wright. So, and he goes, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to win their division at under 500. And you're going to see Tom Brady go into all these places and he's going to make his, he's going to go to the Super Bowl. It's just, it's, it very well could happen. And why can't the same thing be said for Aaron Rodgers now? I mean, he I know he doesn't have the weapons that freaking... Tom Brady has or anything that way. Yes, touchdown Jalen Hurts. Son of a bitch. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Sean and I are playing against each other this week. Very close game. And Jalen, he has Jalen Hurts left. I have Dallas Goddard. Does not help me whatsoever. Speaking of fantasy football, though, before we kind of continue. Oh, football, here we go. Shauna. Jerry Judy got hurt. That's all I'm going to say. You know, you know, he was... He's getting awful cocky for starting out 0-3. He is. But and look who's 7-3 now. CeeDee Lamb balled out for me yesterday. Had I had, had I had Jerry Judy, what Jerry Judy was projected, I would have won by a landslide. If ifs and buts for Canadian nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas, Shauna. Well, I I'll, had a lot of underperforming players yesterday, too. You know what I need to, to happen today? I need, ju- uh, not Justin, I need Mark to lose. Who's but, What's but, Mark's team name? Chubbed up. Oh, Rams is going to win 70%. Yeah, but Boston Scott just almost scored a touchdown. so And that would bury you. Boston Scott got a point five. Yeah. Yes, but he was yeah, but he point, almost 6.5. Yeah, 6.5. But Rams is, Rams is projected 70% to win. So the Percentages don't matter. Yeah. He's only Not up until the game's done. Seven points? Yeah. Well, my Naheem, Naheem Hines, yeah. he really let me down. Um, disappointed you started. And him. Judy. I should have put in that Johnson dude I picked up. I have two kickers. I, I really made a mistake this I, week. I mean, if we're going to play this what-if game, I had Christian Watson on my bench. He had 32. So. Okay, Yeah, Eric, but there's no whatever. reason he would have started Christian Watson this week. No, but... So, I mean, you, you can't, you can't no, even say but, that. I'm Eric, and I, I, I started 0-3, and, and now I'm 7-3, and, and I'm perfect. Whatever. 7-3. and three. Talk to me when the playoffs happen. Yeah, exactly. Playoffs what are the what are the weeks. final standing projections anyway? Playoffs starting after next week. Oof, I am taking a hit. We've got this week and we've got next week in the playoffs start. By the way, yeah, I think. Yeah. Are you Baskin Dobbins? Yeah. Did, did I jump you? Yeah, you're going in. You're projected second. Rams is projected first. Justin is or not Justin. Sean is second. Justin jumped from ninth place to eight, so he's trending up. Kamish Fish is three, so it's gonna go Rams, Sean, Eric. Yeah, but uh, I, these I are projections. Like, I feel like these projections jump all over the place all the time. Yeah, projections because don't it, mean it, shit. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense that mm. I'm 
projected second. <laughs> Projections yeah. don't mean shit. I dropped. Commish I, fish is coming for all y'all. I dropped to uh, third or yeah. fifth. J- just remember, I still got Jamar Chase coming off my IR. So if he comes off the IR before he's, that, before that we, playoff start in two weeks, Sean. Yeah, and he's supposed to come off in a week. Well, he's so do eligible. we have? Do we have a week off? No, we no. have next week. And then we've so got, we have week 11, which is coming up. Which we're facing yeah. off. Which, that's, is week 11? That's week 11. Week 11 is the last done. week of the playoff, or of what, the regular season. What weeks are, which week? 12, 13. No, what week's Green Bay's by? 13. Oh, so you get <sighs> fucked by Aaron, Aaron Jones isn't playing that second week of playoffs. I don't need him. <laughs> I don't need him. <laughs> oh, so, so when everything happens, you're going to be so disappointed. Oh, yeah, can we re- can we remember this when he says, "Oh yeah, yeah, I didn't have Aaron Jones for my second week of playoffs." Yeah, how many people make it to the playoffs? Six. So it's gonna be Rams, Eric, Sean, myself, Mark, and David See, this Muller. Is, this is why we're rooting for Ramsey to lose to Mark this week, because what could happen is if I sneak into one of those two buy spots with you losing, I sneak into a buy spot. Aaron Jones doesn't matter. Well, go Rams. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Mark, you're the two seed, so you lose. I'll have tiebreaker. What does that mean? And go Sean next week. Yeah, he's got the win over you. So So I'll have a win over you. So if you end up with the same record, he gets the higher seed. Oh, that's okay. So go Sean next week. I took care of business this week. Is it next week already? Can you purposely lose so that we just... It's gonna depend. Sean's a five seed right now. He's holding on. I'm holding on. Sean's got a lot to play for right now. It's going to depend. Wait, so. what do you mean a five seed? I don't get it. Where does it tell you that? If you go if to you the go league, to, this is you go great to, content. Yeah, if you go to schedule. Well, it says playoff percentage. Yeah, yeah go to schedule playoff, and playoff, playoff bracket. Oh, okay. And then go to playoff bracket. Oh, okay. I'm a two seed? For now. Oh. Until right. you lose this week, and Whatever. then we have a tiebreaker. <laughs> and then Sean beats you next week, and I take that two seed. My bye week doesn't matter for Aaron Jones then. Sean's not going to beat me. We'll see about that. All right. <laughs> anyway, back to the Packers. Back to the pack. So. Where'd we leave off? Uh, just talking about their <laughs> coming schedule. Their playoff chances. Last week, we kind of declared them dead. Now. Yeah, did you did you see the Bleacher Report article that came out uh, just before I got here, I think? Um, that said that the there was an execu- NFL executive comparing the Packers to a dead, what does it say? Dead fish that washed ashore. Oh, I and would it, have to agree. It says, um, the guy said that they are the dead fish that's washed ashore, except they have Aaron Rodgers, so now they now there's a twitch of life. All they need to do is stack some wins. None of it erases the fact it is going to take time and to get his weaponry built up, but the fact remains, when he suits up for your team, you are never out of it. They came back against Buffalo. They came back against Dallas. And that was said by Mike Sando of The Athletic. I do have to say, though, Rogers' attitude was better yesterday. Because his attitude's never that bad. It usually is. His attitude isn't the problem. He went and he swore at Matty. Yeah, because Matt LaFleur made a dumb decision. (laughs) He didn't make a dumb decision. Now, let's talk about that. We we have a 250-pound running back. Hand the ball off to him. On third and one instead of taking a shot play. You had two timeouts at the time. There is no reason to not run that ball on third and one. So then why is Maddie calling terrible plays? 
So the one's trying to take a shot because he learned from Mike McCarthy. Is that Mike it? <laughs> Sean, Sean's being an asshole. No, because it didn't. He no, wanted to take a shot. Isn't he, he wanted, a Shanahan product? He's the Shanahan tree. He's a Sean McVay tree. So then why why do they make good play calls and Maddie doesn't? Well, it's all about situation. You can have play call. You can have the same scheme. It's no different than playing Madden. You can have two players have the same playbook on Madden. It's what you do in that situation. Now on third and one with thirty some odd seconds left, on the what thirty five yard line or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You have two timeouts to run the damn ball. And you, you could technically have two downs to get that, if you really wanted it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so r- run the ball there by all means. Call it one of your timeouts, and then then take a shot on first down if you want to. But then why didn't Rogers just change the play? Maybe he didn't have a good audible to turn it into. I don't think they had an audible out of that. Oh. So, I mean, you can say change of play. You know, it depends on what your read is and and whatnot, too. So he didn't have that read. He didn't have an option with the personnel that was on the field. So we had to call another timeout to get better personnel on the field. I suppose. Let, let, we can talk about that, too. Using the timeouts because a play didn't get in was another, yeah. another big, big mishap that they had yesterday. Yeah, because they had to burn one early in the third or midway through the third. And they burned one early in the first, too, I think. See, I don't have an issue with the first half ones. I mean, it's yeah, it sucks, but I don't have a huge issue. Yeah, I don't have an issue with calling a timeout in the first half. I don't know why. I just, it's not end but of the world it, for it me. Seem, it seems like they do it every time, and then it's needed at some point in that, like, before the two-minute warning or something like that where it's needed and they blow it at i don't know i don't i never like blowing them that like like that i don't know i mean i guess but at the same time i mean i had to laugh you know mike mccarthy calling timeouts right before the half in this in the first half and then aaron jones proceeds to score almost literally immediately after and the celebration calling back to marshawn lunch the whole my dick Great celebration. Great move by Aaron Jones. A bit disappointed he didn't go back to the 10K wave. Mm-hmm. Because that was also against Dallas where he, yep. he waved and got fined $10,000. I'm assuming he's probably going to get fined for that one too. But oh. I think 10K HMD sounds a lot better than 10K wave. Were, were you surprised that McCarthy didn't ice Crosby? I suppose a little bit. Because they had, they had all three timeouts at the time, didn't they? I mean, they can't call all three. Like in college, you can call all three. Yeah. I think they only had one. Maybe. But either way. Because you only get two timeouts in overtime. Yes. But they don't they don't reset. Like, you could have called all three. You still get two. Yeah. But, yeah, I was a bit surprised um, that they didn't try to ice him. But at the same time, I mean, you can kind of – I mean, it kind of works in the opposite end, too. If you think they're going to and then you don't and mm-hmm. then you kind of shank it. Yeah. Cause I was kind of expect I was waiting for the whistle, and then when they didn't come, I was like, "Oh shit!" Oh shit, we're done. Well, not even that. I just meant before, like when the ball got snapped, and I didn't hear the whistle. I was just like, "Uh oh." Yeah. Oh, here was here was another thing that I seen. I don't know if you've seen it, but they showed on the jumbotron all the former Packers or Packers assistants that are on the Cowboys coaching staff now. I did not know Al Harris was on the. Cowboys I, I knew he was there, but there was a few others that I there didn't. Was, there was like like Rob names. Davis, I think, was on that staff too. Yeah, and who's 
Uh, the guy that was our interim coach for a little bit. Joe Philbin. Joe Philbin. Yeah, he was on there. See, I knew he was on. Al Harris, I knew. I did not know who Rob Davis was. The long snapper for forever. Um, now, they did have alumni weekend this weekend uh, as well. Well, they have alumni come to every game. Yep. Um, but I had to laugh. One of my favorite all-time players was in Green Bay on Saturday, and I missed out on it. Yeah, I can't believe you missed out on this. But also, I mean, I saw a picture of him before the game. Javon Walker looks shredded. Does he? Yeah. I mean, he's kind of gone to a bodybuilder like career oh, after that, NFL. I, I remember we talked, but we talked about he this. He looked yoked. And I remember I saw on Twitter someone was like, can, can someone give him a jersey? Yeah. Cut, cut Tyler Davis. Give him 84 right. a day. Yeah, dude looked incredible. I wanted to see him in a uniform. Let me show you this, Sean, and Shauna for that matter. This is Javon Walker. I think he's in his 40s now. But... Homie could still go out there. He looks like he could be a player right now. Yeah. That's a dude in his 40s now. Woo! I miss that. I, I, would, I wish I wasn't working on Saturday afternoon when I they uh when he was signing autographs. I would love to have what? met Jen, Jamal Where Walker. Working? I was working at the radio station for oh. Phoenix Men's Basketball for against Georgetown. Oh, that makes and sense. And I saw that, and I'm like, oh, no. The one time in my life I'm probably going to get to meet Javon Walker. I was such a huge fan of his mm-hmm. growing up. He was. I think he was the first new jersey I ever had, like that I went and like the, wanted the to sh- get the Shopko jerseys. Do you remember? Do you remember those that were like twenty or twenty five dollars? That just had the G on the side instead yeah. of the stripes. No, I had the one with the stripes too. Oh, you had the one with the stripes. Yeah, you had an official jersey. Yeah, uh, might not have been official. Yeah, it wasn't but. official, but I had the nicer of the mm-hmm. of the, the Shopko jerseys, jerseys. <laughs> not the G one, not the, not the Walmart one with the G on the side. Yeah. I think I had the Shopko one, not the Walmart one. Yeah, right. I had Naman Green jersey too. That guy, he's still around Green Bay, so that one's not as special per se. Still a great guy. I mm-hmm. love Amon Green. I've met him several times. I, but think, I think he's going to be at the collectible thing next next weekend. I hope so. Good guy. I think Ooh. he's think he's going to be there. But yeah, I, I was so sad when I saw that. I'm like, oh no! And then I saw the pic. Like the dude is ripped. Mm-hmm. Would have loved to see him play yesterday. Yeah. I think he could still go out and do it if. You know, very well possible. If he uh, if he looks that good. Um. Sean, what do you think of Javon Walker? I just said he looked ripped, man. Well, what do you think? What do you think of him playing? Last first round pick the Packers used to want a wide receiver. Two thousand two. Two thousand. Forty four years old. Probably wasn't watching football in two thousand two. So. What was two thousand two, Shauna doing? What we would have been. Eight. Six. Six? <laughs> we were six, seven, eight years old when he was playing in Green Bay. Yeah. Uh, you have to remember the Brett Favre game, Brett Favre Raider game in 2004? Right yes, the his... one, 2003. December of 2003 when his father had passed away. Yeah. Nope. Javon Walker had a huge game that game. Nope. That was one of the best all-time games. Yeah. No. I didn't watch football that close. Mm. Well, you have to go back and watch it, so... <laughs> That is a game. <laughs> All right. Anytime it comes on like NFL Network or whatever, instant turn on. Or you see highlight, like yeah. a highlight pop. The highlight package it. on Facebook or whatever from that game. Brett Favre threw the ball, just threw it up like basically backwards. Instant turn on meaning instant turn the TV on or instant turn on. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, dear. No, that was... Okay. That is probably one of... I mean, like, I have a pretty good memory going backwards, but that is one of the games I remember the most. Yep. Like, watching in, like, 
in the moment, going back that far. Because mm-hmm. like I said, it just anytime far through the ball, Javon Walker, Donald Driver, Wesley Walls, right, the tight end, the big white tight end, Bubba Franks, whoever didn't matter who was it was targeted to, they were coming down with the ball. Yep. I think Favre had like two incompletions the whole game. Is that the game where they said whatever he threw, we had to mm-hmm. catch it or whatever? Yes, yep. that was the, the day I, after, okay. two days after his dad. I died. remember yeah. Javon Walker catching between three Raiders, three or four Raiders at one at one point in that game. Yes, because yeah, gotcha. Was, it's just one of those games you don't forget. No, I mean, credit to Raiders fans. You know, people shit on them a lot, but you know they made that a you know very positive for for Far for playing. And I remember, I even remember like going into the game. Like Monday Night Football used to have like the kind of like the cold open with like a like a skit or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they had like Santa's elves talking about how like sad they were for Brett Favre and all that stuff. It was just a really how do you guys remember that stuff? It's yeah, ridiculous. I get yelled at for that, so. Well, I'm not yelling. I'm just saying, like, I just, my brain is not full of sports memories. It's just, wow. That's just kind I mean, of it's like impressive, Sh- but. Like Sean said, though, that's just, like, it was such a, a milestone game. Because that was like, really the first, well, probably not the first time, but one of the first times, like, in our lifetime, that the start streak by far have got endangered because of his father passing away. Mm-hmm. And then. Just the performance he put on in that game. It's one of like the top 20 NFL games of all time. Sure. Unbiasedly. I mean, it's probably one of the best Packer games of all time, especially if it didn't have a, it wasn't for a championship or anything like that. So if you take like playoff games out of it, it's probably top 10 regular season games of all time. Sure. If not top five, I think you can even have that conversation if you really wanted to. Well. Yeah. But... Anyway, moving forward, Packers have the Titans Thursday night football. Uh, as of right now, a three-point favor for the Packers. Titans struggled this week. Titans struggled this week. Really? I mean, the Titans are playing exactly how you'd expect the Titans to play. They pound the ball. They run the ball. They run the ball, which is going to be a struggle for Green Bay, admittedly. But at the same time, they you don't know who the quarterback's going to be, but it doesn't matter because they don't really have anybody to throw to anyway. Yeah, I don't know if Traylon Burks. Yeah. I don't think is playing yet. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if he's playing. And then you pretty much got Derrick Henry. So you hope, and you don't probably expect it to happen, but you hope maybe Devondre Campbell's back. Uh, great performance yesterday out of Quay Walker, um, Isaiah McDuffie as well. You know, you didn't hear a lot about him um, getting burned or anything like that or missing tackles. So he stepped up. Um, with Eric Stokes being out, they moved Arnell Savage to a slot corner. Which did, did you like this? I I don't know how I felt about this move. I like getting Rudy Ford involved. I think he plays with just a better intensity. Um, I think Savage looked inexperienced at the spot, and Justin and I actually had a pretty back and big back and forth on that uh, first CD Land touchdown. I think where he kind of snuck between the zone. Um, and you saw Savage and Alexander chasing him. Uh, I, w- I hope I haven't seen the plays. I saw the email that I got from Mason saying that he sent the plays over, but I haven't seen what he sent uh, for our four plays of Springs. But I'd be really curious in the breakdown of that because Justin was on the or was on the persuasion that Alexander got burned. I thought Savage didn't play the middle third, middle outer third zone well enough. And because you basically let Jair 
hang out to dry. And yes, Lamb kind of got behind him. But I don't think they exchanged the zone very well. So he kind of stepped up to play that route. That's that's my reading of it anyway. This is a thing that we've been we've had issues with the backers the whole the whole year so far. I think is why are we playing? So well, you have one of the best corners in yeah. the league. Why why are we not just having them just shadow whoever 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 it is? I mean, shadow digs was it two weeks ago? I mean, shadow. I'm trying. Who, who's it? Well, you can shadow Jefferson. You can shadow. I mean, they've played a lot of good wide receivers this year. That if you paid this guy big money. To be a man-to-man shutdown corner, why are we not just letting them? Well, and you're playing such—I mean, you're playing such deep zone, preventative zone too. And I'm not going to be the the lazy take here that prevent defense prevents you from winning or whatever. There's a time and place for zone defense. Don't get me wrong, but the way that they scheme it, where you're playing so far off, you know. Yeah, you're allowing five yard, five yard plays every time every time you well and I'm, i wasn't even going from that element though. i was gonna say you know your average zone you kind of give like a five yard window but they're playing like eight mm-hmm. with that so they're giving up extra a little bit extra from what probably would be schemed up normally now again maybe that's inexperience in some of these zone spots you know savage not necessarily playing corner he's always played safety uh, Rudy Ford, kind of new to the defense. Keyshawn Nixon getting a little more playing time. Um, Rasul Douglas hasn't looked amazing this year. I don't think he's looked as bad as people think, but he's looked no. amazing. And I, I, I feel like, I feel like Savage has the instincts enough where he should be able to play that nickel corner. Well, and I think that kind of goes back to your question, Sean, of why are you playing so much zone? Because really, and we said this with Stokes and Douglas, all of these corners are designed to play man. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, you're playing, you're putting people that you inherited, essentially, because that's, I mean, Joe Barry's in the second year on the job. Yes, Stokes was a rookie last year, but you inherit him, basically. You know, you go and pick up Douglas as an offseason or midseason acquisition last year, but you inherit... Uh, Jair Alexander, you inherit, you know, your Amos Savage and your, you know, your back part of your defense. So I really don't get the idea of forcing a scheme when you have man defense playing corners. I, I've never gotten that with Joe no. Barry. It's you know the same thing. You know, you can kind of look at um, for a way smaller comparison. See, my senior high school, we go to. That's Dallas Goddard touchdown. Um, basketball Still Jalen Hurts touchdown, too. Yeah, well, I get six, <laughs> you get four. So, Actually, I get seven because the point for the catch. But um, but you go in a small farm town, you go from post-dominant basketball to run-and-gun spread. It just doesn't – you come in with a scheme instead of adjusting to who you have. Yep. I've never got that from the high school level, the college level, the pro level. It just doesn't make sense. So – that's my my two cents on that front. Um, also, just real quick because it popped in my head, another person who deserves a, a noogie, and it's in the same noogie that I had earlier. Fuck Greg Jennings, by the way. I am so sick of him. Oh, what do you say now? Well, he was on the Jeff Saturday thing. He should have been hired. Oh, blah blah yeah. whatever. But just the guy is just a negative Nancy douchebag. Anytime that they you know something happens wrong with the Packers. First guy they turn to. Aaron Rodgers is the worst leader, blah, 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 blah. Packers win. Don't hear from Greg Jennings. So I guess that's probably – that's also my root for this last week is 
Packers win. You don't have to hear from Greg Jennings for another right. couple weeks. Anyway, Packers-Titans, three-point game, or three-point spread. With that, we might as well start with our picks. And I will allow Shauna to write this down. Titans-Packers, Thursday Night Football, game one. Oh, and two Thursday Night Football? Oh, oh, oh no. game one Ga- of the week. Game one of the Okay. Sorry. Uh, Packers, three-point favorite in this one. You know what? Maybe prisoner of the moment, but give me the Packers. I'm going Titans. Taking Derrick Henry? Yep. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> Jinx. Yeah. I am not a jinx. I picked the Bills all year. For those of you that don't know, Shauna was a jinx for the Bills this week. They got beat by Minnesota. In the craziest game. Yeah, in Please the, in the, tell the me most how that game. makes me a jinx. Okay, Shauna, we're going <laughs> to... Before we do I, further picks. Okay. Actually, hold on. Hold Sean, up. We need Sean's pick first. Packers Titans. Packers. Okay. So, for everyone who has ever given me crap, because I make predictions based on... Whatever I see, my my observations, I make picks. I can rationalize them. They are the usually, you know, especially with the Packers, like the postseason last year, the NCAA tournament for the Badgers. On paper, they are supposed to win those games. They were favored. All the other people prognosticating pick the Packers or the Badgers, whatever. It's not a jinx when you kind of can do that and then they just let it down. No, you're so, a jinx. <laughs> no, you're a jinx because you go to the games that you pick and then the the people you picked lost. That's why you're the jinx. I didn't go to the Packers 49ers game. I'm not I didn't si- go to the Badgers games. But Justin called you a jinx because of the Gillette games. He everyone's called me a jinx since we've been doing this podcast. Okay, yeah. but that's all I'm saying. But I'm questioning. So Sean, I heard <laughs> yesterday, was talking a little, uh, but it was bantering. Whatever. I'm trying to, you know, keep He's it, talking keep shit. It, yeah, basically. <laughs> Anyways, why? I, like I don't get it. I picked the Bills all freaking year, Here's every why, though, single Shana. game. Here's why. Because you've been, oh, the Packers are sucking. I'm on the Bills bandwagon. Go yep. Bills. They didn't cover against the Packers. They still won that game, but they didn't cover. They lose to the Jets, and now they lose to the Vikings. I have picked. I don't. I don't get it. It's this jinx shit is stupid. Because when you're I, when you're putting that out there that you're on the Bills bandwagon, you're on Bills Mafia, you're gonna jump to the table if they win. You've got to take the negatives. To okay. The well, every week I've also picked Joe Burrow. Did he lose this week? He didn't play this week. They had bye this week. Okay. Well, has <laughs> okay. But you're not you're not like shouting from the mountains about Joe Burrow. You're, I love Joey B, and I bet you any listener would know that I pick Joey B every week because I fine. think he's cute. That's fine. I'm glad. I, this it's <laughs> but, so dumb. I think like that doesn't make me jinx. I pick the Bills every single week. It's not welcome the, to it's my not, world. No, it's <laughs> welcome to my world. This is not even remotely the same thing. It's exactly the it same. It's not. It's spot on. No, it's not. Thing. I just okay. Whatever. This is the exact reason why why I did it because just for this reaction. <laughs> just for this. <laughs> this is the only reason. But also, if we're gonna talk about this yesterday, the Bills had victory in their grasp. One of the craziest games. So f- I don't even know where to start with this game. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, no, this Bills game, were this up, game was insane. Bills were up like ten with a minute to go or two mm-hmm. minutes to go or whatever. Um, stop Minnesota. Stop Minnesota. Well, first the interception. 
and yes. Josh Allen throws an inter- a bad interception in the end zone. Yep. Would have put yep. the Vikings away for good. Yep. Just a field goal would have. Yeah, just a field goal puts that game away. Vikings go down and score. You see the crazy, crazy play from Justin Jefferson, which is probably one of the best catches of the last five years. You can yeah. even put it in that top catch all time conversation. You, you put it with that Odell catch. Yes. And Vikings go down again and get stopped in the goal line. Kirk Cousins. Well, first Delvin Cook drops an yep. offsides free play, which would he would have walked in the end zone. Yep. Drops the ball. And then they do a Kirk Cousins quarterback sneak and he gets stopped short. So it's first and ten for the Bills from the, on like the the one half inch, yard line, yeah, the one inch line, and Josh Allen fumbles the snap. The Vikings recover in the end zone for a touchdown. They take the lead. Bills go down the field on a controversial call for what it's worth. Controversial catch on the sideline. Don't go to two minute or don't go to the replay booth for. I don't know why. Yeah. Walt Anderson, the replay official, like the lead of official for the replay, says they should have. Yep. They didn't. Gabe Davis gets the catch on the sideline. Bills go down to the game. So then you're looking at, what was it, 30-30 at the time? No, yeah. No, 20-28. No, that was Packers. Packers was 20-28. Was it 30-30? Yes, 30-30. 30-30. And game goes overtime. Minnesota has a long first drive. Settle for a field goal. Because they couldn't, again, Justin Jefferson had a great drive, but couldn't kick, couldn't get Kirk, in the end zone. Kirk Cousins did. Justin Jefferson did. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. Bills get the ball. They're driving down the field. And what happens? Patrick Peterson picks off Josh Allen in the end zone. Would have won the game. Sean is jinx. Josh Allen had a bad day yesterday, just like all of you have bad days. It doesn't mean that I'm a jinx. He's had two bad games the entire year. Three. Two. Three. They lost Miami, too. Okay, I'm not even saying that. His Miami game was actually pretty good. He I was just looking at his stats. <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah, he had a pretty good game. He had a pretty game. good freaking game. Look at these stats. Let me see. But they've Miami. struggled late. They can't put teams okay, away. Okay, Miami. 26.7 points. That's great for fantasy football, but I'm just saying. Really played good. <laughs> just keep egging her on. Whatever, <laughs> Eric. He had two touchdowns that game. That's great. And an only one fumble and no interceptions. One fumble. That's turnover that they lost that game. Whatever. He had 400 yards that game, so. Yeah. It was so terrible. Oh, so was jinx. They lost. They lost to a team that had a butt punt. Okay. Again. Couple bad games. You have bad days every so often. Yeah, they can't every put teams week. away. Every week you have bad days. They can't bad put day. teams away. They can't, too. They yeah. lost three games. They almost let the Packers come back. Oh, my God. They lose God. to the Jets. They choke against the Vikings. It's all going downhill Eric, for them, you have you have three examples. That's it. Talk about your Packers. Your garbage Packers. I'm not saying the Packers are on top of the I'm world. I'm just saying. Tell me. Tell me about them. Oh, Aaron Rodgers is so good. He's the best quarterback <laughs> in the whole entire world. I love Aaron Rodgers. I do love Aaron I'll Rodgers. I'll defend Aaron Rodgers to the day I die. Oh, probably not. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, moving on. Move on. Right. Let's get back to picks. <laughs> I'm not a jinx. That's exactly what a jinx would say. This should be the title of the episode. Mm-hmm. Is Shauna a jinx? Uh, we already had that as an episode, <laughs> but it was Eric. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Eric the jinx. All right. 
All right, first game on Sunday, Bears-Falcons. Atlanta, the three-point favorite there. I'm with the Bears. They got to get one, right? Atlanta's a what, three? Three-point favorite. So Atlanta's a home team, so they just yep. get get the three? So Essentially. Pretty, pretty much a pick them. I, I, the Bears' offense has been really good lately. Justin Fields has looked good. I, I don't think – I think something's got to give. Either the Bears are going to fall back down to earth – or they finally get a win with as hot as they've been. I think they win this week so they can lose against the Packers. I'm going hot Atlanta. I'm going Bears. Justin Fields. All right. Browns Bill. <laughs> Should save it for this one. Should Browns be. versus Shauna's Bills. Buffalo's a nine and a half point favorite. How do you feel about your Bills, Shauna? Of course, I'm picking the Bills. Like I have every freaking week. This is week <laughs> eleven, people. I have picked the Bills every week. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> By the way, they're four four and one against the spread. So what, not a great idea. What does that mean? That means if you're picking them against the spread in this, that that's not a great idea. Okay, well guess what? I don't pick against the spread. I pick who I like, so True. Big whoop. Sean? Bills. Oh. <laughs> Jinx. Jinx. I'm also going Bills. Yeah, okay. <laughs> if anything, I, it's the fact that we're all picking the Bills that's the jinx. For what it's worth, though, in this game, I think there's going to be some some emotional upheaval. Because this is the last week of Jacoby Brissett starting for the, the Browns. Deshaun Watson comes back week 12. 13. Is it week 13? Oh, so we're going to be I talking think it's week 13. scandal. I think it's week 13 he comes back. Oh, that's right. There's one more. You're right. You're there's right. Tw- he got suspended for 12 weeks. That's right. Or he- 11 games. And they had the bye. And they, yep. Yeah. You're right. It's it, it's something stupid. Because he comes back against the Texans. Yes. Which, why wouldn't he come back against the Texans? Yes. So, basically, that's going to be all the football talk in the next, like, two weeks. Yeah. That'll yeah. be next week's problem. Yeah, that, that won't be. That, that's next All right. Week. That won't be this week or the following week. So that's like two weeks from now. Okay. All right. Next game. Eagles, Colts. Uh, that one does not have a spread yet. I got to imagine the Eagles are going to be favored, especially with Jeff Saturday. You know, he gets the win, the kind of the bounce back week. Um, so I guess we'll pick this one outright. Eagles aren't going to have their first loss of the Colts. Yeah, I don't think so either. I'll Unless on Eagles. Well, we'll see where some of these injuries play out. But oh, I thought that was an offensive guy. Never mind. Yeah, I did too. Uh, yeah, I'm going Eagles. Huh. Yeah, I'll go Eagles. <laughs> you thought about that first? I, I did. I thought about going Colts. I really did. All right, Jets, Patriots, New England by three. Sean, you lead it off. New England. That defense is too good. To, I don't know. Even even though they don't, you don't know who the quarterback's going to be. That defense is too good. To, I mean, I think they're the number one ranked defense. Give me the Jets. Mm, I'm going to go Jets. Rams, Saints. New Orleans is a three point favorite. Lots of close spreads today. They get the three points for being at home. No Cooper Cup. Give me the Saints. I'm going Rams. I'm going to go Rams also. Sounds like a jinx. I (laughs) I agreed with you. (laughs) Lions, Giants. Ooh. Giants by three. So a lot of believers, I guess, in early line here in Vegas. That game's in... 
jersey. Oops. A lot of believers in the Lions who are playing pretty or they're winning lately. They've looked okay. I'm going Giants. Lions. Mm, Lions. She's always gonna pick. <laughs> she's got to take my pick. Panthers, <laughs> Ravens. Oh. And the Ravens are a twelve-point favorite in that Oof. one. Oof. I still think the Ravens cover. I think the Ravens. Ravens whoop them. Twelve's a lot, but I still think they. Panthers did win this last week on Thursday Night Football. That feels so long ago, and that was four days ago. We yeah. recorded. That's the last time we recorded. I'm um, going Panthers. I don't think the Ravens are going to cover that. Ravens. I don't know. I don't like that one, but no, that one's a t- that's a tough one. That twelve's a twelve's a big twelve's number. a lot, and we've seen a little bit of an improvement as of late from Carolina. I don't think it matters this week, though. No. Um, next one, Commanders, Texans. No spread on that one. Doesn't matter, though. Commanders. Think so? Over the Texans? Absolutely. I'm going Texans. The 171 te- Texans. Damian Pierce. And Davis Mills. That's a choice. Shauna? Commanders. Which I've also run a commander's train this year, too. So if I'm a jinx, the Texans might win. Oh, no. Well, the commanders are four and five. So now, now, you're, now you're jumping ship from Bills Mafia to Commander's Mafia? No, I'm just saying I pick the commanders almost think, every week. I think that's what it is, Sean. You're, you're, I you're am not. Ship. No. <laughs> I have a lot of Bills shirts in my cart that I'm going to push purchase on soon. Sure. All right. Raider. Oh, God. This is going to be an ugly-ass game. Raiders, Broncos. Ooh. Ew. Denver by two and a half. Ew. Denver favored. I'm going Raiders. They, they, <laughs> I don't they, know. They did play fa- fairly okay this week. I'm going to ride with the Broncos. Broncos country. Let's ride. Let's, Let's ride. <laughs> <laughs> These teams both suck. Here we go. Add a baby. That's what it is. This isn't the new thing. I'm going to go with the Raiders. I don't like either. If I could pick a tie, I probably would. <laughs> They're just both awful. Hot garbage. All Not right. even lukewarm garbage. Hot. I'm assuming this is probably going to be America's Game of the Week. Cowboys, Vikings, mm. and Dallas is a one-point favorite. Oh, Minnesota. Give me Minnesota. See, Minnesota keeps winning ugly, but they keep winning. They're eight and one. I didn't realize they were eight and one. Right. They're eight and one. Right. Yeah. Barf. And their one loss is Philadelphia. Yeah. Barf. And they got Kirk Cousins as five come comeback wins this year. That's a prime. That's an um, five that's, or that's six. That's a big game though. That's going to yeah. be almost prime time w- Kirk. What? Time I don't buy is it. This, this is a three twenty five game. Ooh. Noon Kirk is a different animal than um, like America watching Kirk. Oh God. I'm gonna go the boys. Ooh. Afternoon Kirk isn't the same. You just said it. Primetime Kirk Game's is at awful. home, though. That's going to be the Vikings. They're going to win this one ugly again. And Dallas is going to be reeling from the loss this week. Yeah, I, I don't love this game either. That's a tough one to pick. 
Well, only with a one point spread. Yeah. All right. Bengals, Steelers. Ooh. Bengals by five. Ooh. TJ Watt did come back. Steelers did look good this last weekend. They beat the Saints 20 to 10. The Bengals 5 and 4, Steelers 3 and 6. I'm going Joey. Shocker. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Shocker. I don't even write Bengals. I write Joey with hard eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm going to go with Steelers. As much as I don't want to. I mean, I think the Bengals win this game outright. That five um give me the Bengals. Joe Mixon did have a huge game last. If that spread was like slightly bigger, I'd probably say the Steelers cover. But at five, I think that's just enough for the Bengals to win by like a touchdown. All right. uh, Sunday Night Football Chiefs, Chargers. Kansas City by seven. Kansas City. Kansas City all day. Patrick Mahomes is just just too good. He's dealing. Yeah, Kadarius Toney looks really good too. Give me the Chiefs. Yeah, same. And then Monday Night Football, we've got 49ers, Cardinals, and the 49ers are an eight-point favorite on the road. Is Kyler playing? Um, that's, the, that's the biggest question. Seven days out. Yeah, it's a week out, so. Yeah, I, I don't know. I. It sounded like he was a game time yesterday. Another full eight days to recover, basically. I'd assume so. I'm going Jimmy G. I think the Cardinals will cover that. I don't. I don't if, if I was betting outright again, this would be easy. Eight points is a lot. Yeah, I agree with you. I think the Cardinal. The car. I. Th- I think the Cardinals might win that. Win that game because San Francisco's look kind of. You both are going Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah. Cards, cards, Jimmy. Cards, <laughs> <laughs> cards, Jimmy. All right. How many games we got left? Quattro. Four. All right. We'll do Badgers, Nebraska. And the Badgers by 13 against the Nebraska Cornhuskers. It's gone. (laughs) 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 What? That's about right. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going Wisconsin. How how bad did they lose this last weekend? They lost uh, 24-10 this last week. And they were favored in that game. They were. It was. It ended up being even oh. at kickoff. Give me the Badgers. Nebraska is giving up 438 yards per game. 191 on the ground. Braylon Allen's gonna eat this week. Think so? Yeah. Badgers win. Badgers cover. He's only 18. He is only 18. That is factual. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you, Badgers. All right, let's look across the top 25. And for this week, our ranked game. Ooh, there is not a whole lot of close. Oh, we'll go with this one. USC, UCLA. Oh. USC is favored by two and a half. That's it? And that game is in, I mean, it's in LA, which, I mean, that doesn't mean a whole lot for Pac-12 football. But... Yeah, that's the only ranked... Well, that's not the only ranked versus ranked game, but... I'm going to UCLA. I used to have a sweatshirt from them. I did, too. Yeah. At one time. It's from Stephen Berries. Stephen Do you remember the Starberries? Yes, we uh, talked about Starberry uh, shoes. Yes! I had Starberry shoes from my basketball shoes one year. I had yeah. a Starberry basketball jersey. Do you know who those are based on? No idea. 
Stefan, Stefan Marbury. Yeah, well, whatever. I had one. Give me USC. Yeah, I'm going USC also. There's just something about them this year. They are f- fun to watch. Not quite as fun as Matt Leiner and Reggie Bush era USC. Wow. That w- that was that was special. Um, that was also illegal, but it was illegal at the time. It shouldn't have been. I'm gonna go on record saying it should not have been. Reggie Bush should get his Heisman back. No. Absolutely. All right. Our irrelevant game of the week. Ooh. Let's go with some action. When some Wednesday night action. We're gonna go Eastern Michigan versus Kent State. And Kent State is favored by seven and a half. Eastern Michigan. I am one Eastern Michigan as well. Um, I'm going Kent State. Ah, uh, we should have gone Western Michigan versus Central. Anyway. <laughs> All right, and then last game, we're gonna go to the world of college basketball. Ooh. And we're gonna do Green Bay versus Wisconsin. The Badgers are a 28-point favorite. <laughs> are Badgers ranked this year for basketball? They are not currently. Wisconsin is 2-0. They have beaten South Dakota 85-59. They have beaten Stanford 60-50. The Green Bay Phoenix are 0-2 on the year. Uh, they lost to Indiana State 80-53 and to Georgetown 92-58. These are boys? Yes, the men. Wisconsin. Sean? Wisconsin. I want to pick the Phoenix so bad, but I just, I just can't. I'm going to go with the Badgers cover that You're going to be so mad if they lose by 19. Yep. <laughs> I'll take them if they lose by 19. That's a 27-point spread. Or 28-point spread. I thought you said 20. That's 28. 28. Oh. That shouldn't matter. I'm going to be honest with you guys. It won't matter. All right. So with that in mind couple just things to wrap up here with first closing time bar of the week sean you got a good one for us give us a deer hunting bar no do no. not give us a deer hunting no, bar we're, why we're not gonna do that. <laughs> no why? we are not gonna do that well is there one that doesn't have strippers that you can give us that like you frequent no i've said them all Ugh. we'll go to the one we, we went to mcgeorge's this week in De Pere. Ugh, i'm sad we are not doing... No. <laughs> Why? That's a bad idea. Why? Sean's fiance will listen to this. <laughs> do you want him to be able to come back? I like having Sean around. <laughs> I do too. I'm just saying... There's none... There's no more that you've been to, like deer hunting bars, that don't have the strippers. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, just Justin already took one from one of the deer hunting bars, so that was... What, month and a half ago? It's just more fun when we all know the bar. You wouldn't know it. Well, I know of up north. Do we you ever forget. do Blue Spruce? I don't think Blue Spruce has strippers. No, that one does not. They Let's do Blue Spruce. Let's they, do that one. They do have a craft show on Sunday at Blue Spruce. Ooh. So that, that's an idea. Um, Yeah, Blue Spruce. Usually bit, very small bar. Located in located in Spruce. Spruce. Technically a Lena address for what it's worth, but it's it's Spruce. That's why it's called the Blue Spruce. Right. I understand that, but my dad used to play volleyball there. Mm-hmm. I played volleyball for them. No, my dad you did not used to play volleyball. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. My dad used to frequent the Blue Spruce. In it's the a great bar. It's a great bar. 
nice people, great bartenders. Greg, Greg and Sally. Yep, right? Sal or Sal. Yeah. Uh, first of all, ask for the apple pie, or sometimes they have maple pie shots, which are incredible. Uh, food is amazing. You've been telling me about these apple pie shots since we started dating, and have not taken me to the Blue Spruce. That's not technically true. We've been there. When? We went to the gun show there. Oh, okay, well, you didn't buy me anything. You didn't ask. Friday fish. If you want to have Friday fish, it's a very good Friday fish spot. Can we do that this winter sometime? Sure. Sure. Okay. We, we usually get it to go because it's kind of ni- it's nice. There's, It's kind of set up in a dining hall, so it kind of takes a little bit longer sure. if, you, if you get it there. But the fish is very good. They got golden nuggets, golden nuggets that are fucking to die for. Ooh. Really, all their food. I mean, their sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Their we used to go there. Well, I should say we used to. But when I went there the most, it was on Wednesday nights after volleyball. Um, just really, you can't miss their burgers are incredible. Uh, ratings on Google, there are four point six stars on Google. Uh, some of the better reviews here. Just the most recent one uh, comes from Dennis, five star review. Two months ago, great food with great prices. We had all-you-can-eat haddock, and it was delicious. Plenty of seating, and waitress was super friendly and provided great service. Um, another four or five-star, oh, Blue Spruce, we enjoy the atmosphere and the fish, but dishing in the bucket of your fine chicken at home is the best. I've had a lot of chicken, and none has ever tasted as good as yours. Walleye dinner, excellent, five stars. Mm-hmm. Ex- four large fillets, it was excellent. Was the chicken review your dad? It was not, but... <laughs> <laughs> he likes his frozen chicken. Uh, and then this is a place where you, if you go there and sit down, you get Cedar Crest ice cream afterwards. You have never taken me to this place. Okay, January, February, you know, when the winter gets long, Eric and I are coming up. We're going to have some dinner at the Blue Spurs. Sounds good. I'm, up, I'm down. Yeah. Okay, so, perfect. Blue Spurs, bar of the week. Check them out. Mark and I've played volleyball for them. Mark still plays volleyball for them every Wednesday night. Great bar. Mm-hmm. Very right. good bar. Even in the winter? I think he plays Snow in a winter league. No volleyball? He plays in a winter league, like in a gym. Oh. And like there's like the Sandlot, for example. Um, I think the bar in Limekiln both have out, or inside volleyball courts like Sand Volleyball. Oh. Where we go watch wrestling. They have in, that's where, actually, that's where that is. is I that's thought it was a, called the watering hole. Well, the, the watering hole and the sandlot. It's like the same thing. But the, but the sandlot I've never heard it called movie. the sandlot. The sandlot is a movie. You're killing me, Smalls. Look it up. It's called the sandlot. Like that, the volleyball I, I, area is called the sandlot. All right. Or the wrestling is I played sandlot. A, I played in a dodgeball tournament there in middle school. Yeah. Nice. I remember that. And we played against You played against the rugby guys, didn't you? Yeah, rugby second. guys. Oh, we got first. Oh, that's right. Sick. Good job. Yeah, it was second when we did the one in Gillette. We also got first in that one. Yeah, we a different year. Yeah. We used to play volleyball or dodgeball tournaments. Nice. Why, why don't they have that anymore? I don't know. We got to go and kick some ass somewhere. You Let's get do- Justin on. Justin and his wife, they basically run Gillette. Bring back dodgeball tournament. Fruit for Wisconsin team. Heck yeah. Um, I would definitely not. Well... I mean, I'm not going to be very good at it, just so you know. I would definitely be dead weight. You'd be better than Mark, though. Mark can't throw anymore. Yeah, Mark can't throw. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think either of us could throw that much anymore. Well, what kind of balls are we talking about? Like, like those like ones. gator balls? Yeah. yeah. Oh, those. I could throw those, and I can catch. Can you dodge? Yes, can Eric. Can you dip? Typically, you, I hey, was... <clears throat> hey, hey, can you dip? Can you, do- can you dodge a wrench? 
Yes. Can you dodge a ball? Yes. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge? Sure. Oh, I had something to throw at you. <laughs> hey. No, here's the thing. When I was in like middle school, when we played dodgeball in gym, I was always the last one left. And then I would have to catch one so that I could get my whole team in. Because I would stand in the back corner. <laughs> so... Did you guys have like um, like an uh, everybody gets back in rule? Yeah. Like we had off the backboard. Like it hit the backboard and that got everybody back in. Ours, no, ours was, was you got two people in on if you made it in the backboard. If you made it in the hoop, like in the basket, yeah, you got the, your whole team. No, my whole team could come in if I could catch it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. No, come, no. no. This is a family show. What were you going to say? <laughs> no, you could say it. This is a family Eric, show. come on. I'm, all I'm going to say, remember when we first started dating and we did like pictures to remind people or whatever? Okay. <laughs> there was a certain movie this reference. This is a family show, Eric. <laughs> I remember we used to play Warrior ba- or warrior Dodgeball. With or, the back line of the trench? Is no, that? No, we had a, we had a bowling pin. Oh, so you yeah. had to guard guard the bowling pin and that's a fun one too. Yeah. Hang on a moment. Oh. Is that not the rule? What? Like when one person catches it, your whole team can come in? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's only one that's person. That's usually one person. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I wish people could see your face right oh, now. Oh <laughs> man. <laughs> the realization. <laughs> yeah, that's no good, is it? Okay, well, yeah. I'm Your not, gym teacher's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not playing in dodgeball tournaments anymore. I don't want to play no more. <laughs> Man, okay, well. Your gym teacher was a dick. Yep. My whole life is a lie. Because I was like, that was the thing. Like He'd be like, Shauna, your whole team is going to come back in if you catch this ball. So I'd be like, Argh! and then I'd like, you know, and then I'd catch the ball. Because I thought like, oh, I'm saving the, okay. Yeah, it's usually no, just one. It's usually just one person. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> we burst in her bubble. Well, now I'm sad. That's <laughs> why Sean and I had the thoughts that we did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Moving along. What are we rooting for in the coming week? Sean? Uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra. You're well, going? Yeah, we're going there tomorrow. Or nice. Wednesday. Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday. Nice. Sean, Mm, what am I rooting for? Oh, we're having a girls weekend this weekend. You know, a little widow's weekend. I get to see my nephews and my niece. And uh, we're going to go do some shopping for Christmas. All right. Well, I'll take the reason that you have, quote unquote, widow's weekend. Uh, it's Wisconsin gun deer hunting. Now, I'm a, I'm a person who likes to go bow hunting throughout the, the deer season. But just something special about that first weekend of gun deer. Mm-hmm. Got the gun sighted in this last weekend. With uh, my cousins, my brother. I haven't even shot my gun yet. You should probably get on that. Might be a good idea, but make sure you can actually shoot the deer that you hopefully see. It, it, I haven't hit it or anything, so it should be sighted in from last year. So, we'll see. You'd hope so. Anyway, that's the for Wisconsin show episode ninety six. We are wrapping up here for Shauna and Sean and Justin Ramsey who aren't here. I'm Eric the Biggie. We're signing out. Be sure to check out our social media channels for all the best ways to follow the Wisconsin show. Episode 96 is in the books. We're out. See you. Bye. Bye.